the key is what I call the only belief that matters. So if you believe that you can get better at something, then that will determine your behavior. So the reason I call it the only belief that matters is if you don't believe that your energy and effort will be rewarded with improved skill set, then you won't put your energy into learning new things and getting better. You will just try to make the most of the talent that you believe you were born with. If, on the other hand, you believe that humans really as a species have chosen this adaptation strategy, then it's like, well, why aren't you making use of that? You can get better at anything at any time. Um, there's an awesome quote, which is that you can't turn a pig into a racehorse, but you can make a really fast fucking pig. Welcome back to the podcast, brothers and sisters. You are now listening to the P.O.P. Hold It Down, Product of Prosperity podcast with Dante Fernandez. I'm your host. I had to give my cousin a quick shout out in the intro. You know, P.O.P. <laughs> I love that. Anyways, let's get into today's topic with Tom Billu. He's a billionaire, founder of Quest Nutrition, and currently he's building what's called the next Disney and this podcast was so juicy. I had to share with all you guys. Um, I listened to it multiple times just so I made sure I understood understood uh, the, the meat and potatoes of what's shared in today's podcast. So I wanted to break down what I got from it in a simple way. And then Tom will come in and elaborate on what I had to say just so we can tag team and uh, learn a lot more. Because today's lesson, believe me, you want to learn and apply into your life immediately. And uh, I definitely took the time to to refine my goals, figure out how I can create more of a burning desire for my goal, and really question myself and realize where I'm at, where am I at when it comes to my teachability index? How willing am I to learn? How willing am I to change? So I'll start off with my first big takeaway out of three would be first, What's my teachability index? How willing am I to learn and how willing am I to change? And those questions need to be in the forefront of our mind every day, because if we look at everything we've learned in our life, it's encouraging to see you've learned a language. You've learned how to write, read, play sports, run, do your job and how there's a process to learning that it takes time. At first, we don't know what we're doing. It's frustrating. It's confusing. We don't know what we don't know. Then we start to slowly learn a little bit more to where we know that we don't know. And it's a little frustrating. We have to consciously think about every step we're taking. Then we get to a point where we start to know what we're doing and, and get to get into a groove. Then it becomes autopilot, baby. That's when you're just doing your job, kicking your feet up, and just chilling, you're strolling. It became unconscious to you. It's easy. It's cake. That's when you see. That's when you see LeBron at. I don't know how old is he. Is he even 48 or some some shit? But he's still getting buckets, and it looks effortless. Why? Because he's unconscious. He's not thinking out there. Believe me, he's just getting buckets. But that's a process we have to go through to learn anything. So it takes time. Second big takeaway is you got to know where you want to go. Where is it that you want to go? And once you find out where it is you want to go, you tap back in with uh, the, the first big takeaway, which is realizing you can learn anything. 
and just about anywhere you want to go, all that's needed to get there is a skill set. And and that's one of the big secrets and things that went over my head in the podcast is Tom says, skills have utility. You can use your skill as a tool to create a reality for yourself. So that was a big takeaway for me. And then third would be, most importantly, to create a burning desire around that goal, that dream that you have. Make it personal. Attach a story to it that, that creates emotions within you that you know you will fight for till it's completed. Something that really tugs on your heartstrings. So those are my big three takeaways. And I want to see what you guys get. I know you're going to get a lot of value. But let's get Tom back onto the podcast, see what we can learn. And I'll see you guys at the end. Um, Tony Robbins has said something I think is fundamentally true, which is progress is one of the foundational pillars of happiness. I just think that's true. If we're not moving forward, like you won't be able to be happy. No one wants to be stagnant. So it's like, okay, well, if those things are true, then what becomes the meaning of life? I think at the core of it, the reason that the human animals become the the apex predator to end all apex predators is because we've chosen a strategy of adaptation. So we're not like a horse. We don't come pre-programmed with things. We have chosen to be influenced by culture, to let culture stack knowledge so that we don't have to reinvent technology every generation. It's there for us. It's in books. We can learn and adapt and grow very quickly. So knowing that all of that is true, I think that the meaning of life is to take this potential that you've been given and turn it into actual skill set. So to me, the easiest way to sum it up is to say we're all seeking power. And power, as I define it, is the ability to close your eyes, imagine a world better than this, open your eyes, and actually have the skill set to bring that world to fruition. And getting people to understand that skills have utility is like one of the the hardest things to do, first of all, because it sounds so simple and so obvious, and yet people do not act like that is true. So they read a book to check a box, uh, to be able to say that they've read it. They go to school to get grades to impress their parents, when what they should be doing is reading a book to get better at something so that they can, like for instance, growing a YouTube channel. I had to learn about it. I I had to figure out what would make a better interview. I had to understand the psychology of the person watching it. I had to understand the algorithm. And as I understood those pieces, I was able to build a channel bigger than most people can build. But it's only because I garnered a set of skills and my verbal ability, right? I've been working on my verbal ability like a fucking psychopath since the seventh grade. The, The key is what I call the only belief that matters. So if you believe that you can get better at something, then that will determine your behavior. So the reason I call it the only belief that matters is if you don't believe that your energy and effort will be rewarded with improved skill set, then you won't put your energy into learning new things and getting better. You will just try to make the most of the talent that you believe you were born with. If, on the other hand, you believe that humans really as a species have chosen this adaptation strategy, then it's like, well, why aren't you making use of that? You can get better at anything at any time. Um, There's an awesome quote, which is that you can't turn a pig into a racehorse, but you can make a really fast fucking pig. And so my whole thing is you can 100x any element of your life, right? You may not be able to beat LeBron James at basketball, but you can get 100 times better at basketball. You may not be as rich as Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos, but you can get 100 times wealthier than you are today. And 100x on anything is life-changing. Like it is an event horizon beyond which people truly cannot see. They can't imagine what their life would be like. Um, So if you believe that, if you believe that you can improve, then I need say nothing else. It just becomes a game of do you want something badly enough to put in the energy or not? And I... 
I even have an answer to that, by the way, which desire is a process. And we can go into that if you want. But it's like all of this shit is a process. And that's the thing that I want people to understand. I'm just not going to force you to go down the process. If you ask me what it is, I will tell you whether you do it or not is on you. I have other questions, but you can't fucking cock tease me like that. Oh, I got the process to figure out your, you know, your, your, your. All right. So here it is. I'll give it to you real fast. Yes, please. You, you, you have to build desire. You've got to learn how to want something. So I will give you an example of two times in my life where I've changed what I wanted and it had a material impact on my life. Okay. I was not born with a desire. Nobody is right. If Steve jobs had been born a thousand years ago, he would not have wanted to build the iPhone. He, that just wouldn't have been where he was at. It's not where culture was at. It was not where technology was at. So we're all to a certain extent, a product of our time. So that means we're influenced by culture. We're influenced by our parents, by the kids that we grow up around, by pop culture, the zeitgeist, all those things at that moment. So what you need to understand is you can point your desire at anything. So the way that I explain it to people is passion, which is one way to think about desire. Passion is not an archaeological dig. It is an architectural build. So you don't turn inward to find something that's been hiding from you your whole life. It doesn't work like that. You decide what you're going to want, and then you build that desire. So you take that sort of low-level interest, and you build it into a true passion. So when I was going into Quest, all I knew was I didn't want to be in technology anymore. I wanted to build a company that was authentic, that was passion-based, that was creating value in people's lives. Like That's what we outlined. Now, my partner happened to be really good at nutrition. So I was like, well, can I link on to that? Can I fall in love with nutrition? Can I um, find something in my life that I could turn into a passion? And I was like, yes, actually. My mom and my sister are morbidly obese. Now, I've told this story so many times. I think people think that I thought of it my entire life. But the reality was I was trying to think, what could I really like get amped up about that lines up with my partner who's already spending all this time and energy on nutrition that would line up with that so that 2 a.m. on a Friday, I could still be excited about making protein bars. So I was like, cool, I'm going to show up every day and I'm going to fight for my mom and my sister. And I start telling myself a story and other people a story because I understand the human mind and I start telling this story about, I'm going to save my mom and my sister. Oh, how are you going to do that? Oh, through this nutrition company. Because if we can make food that they can choose based on taste and it happens to be good for them, then it could be revolutionary. Like that would be the no bullshit answer to how you turn somebody's life around because they've known about diet and exercise forever and they've not done it. So that clearly is not the answer. Now, I started telling that story to myself. I started telling that story out loud to trigger congruence. You want to jump in? No, no, keep going. Okay, so you say it to other people to, to trigger congruence in your own mind. And then, and this is the key, I embodied my passion, the passion that I wanted to feel for it. I embodied it every time I told that story. And I will do it right now for you on cue so you will see how easy this is. Now, I'm doing this because I know something about the brain, which is whatever your emotional reaction is, the brain goes, well, shit, then this really must be that. So if you're like, oh, wow, I guess the world's ending, then your brain goes, huh. Guess it's not a big deal. And if you say, holy shit, I just found a quarter on the fucking sidewalk. This is crazy. Can you believe this? I literally didn't have that quarter a second ago. And now I have it. This is fucking insane, man. I literally was just walking by and I saw this quarter and I picked it up. Baby, can you believe this? I fucking found a quarter. This is insane. We could go to a gumball machine. Back in the day, I could have played a video game with this. This is amazing. And look, I know it's silly. I know that I'm blowing it out of proportion, but I'm really excited about this now. All of that was bullshit, but I just embodied passion. I, I made it physical. I moved my arms more. I elevated my breathing. I was talking in a different way. Like all of that makes my brain go, fuck, that quarter was really something. Now, if you do it once, 
it makes a little bit of a difference. But if you start doing that 10 times a day to anybody who will listen over a month, two months, a year, then all of a sudden it really becomes the saying at the core of you. Well, that was Tom Bilyeu. I hope you guys liked it as much as I did. If you guys want more content from him, he's on Instagram at Tom Bilyeu. He's on Twitter at Tom Bilyeu. On YouTube, I believe it's under Impact Theory, but you could find him under Tom Bilyeu as well. So I'll put that in the notes. Let's take what we learned today and apply it. Run it back if you need to, just to get all the juicy nuggets. Every last drip in the sponge, baby. And let's soak it all in. So I'll see you guys on the next podcast. It's Dante Fernandez with Product of Prosperity, PLP, holding it down. And I'm out. Love you guys. Bye. Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Can I kick it?